and the brave new world begins. When all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sins, as surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook headings, with terror and slaughter return. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the ne this next episode of the Copybook Headings podcast. This is the podcast that's inspired by the poem by the great Rudyard Kipling called The Gods of the Copybook Headings. Um, every week we take an old maxim, proverb, or saying and break it down to see what wisdom we can glean from it. Uh, I'm your host, Patrick Payne, and with me as always is my uh, my co-host, the great uh, Andrew Stevens. Andrew, how are you, sir? Great. How are you doing? Doing awesome. Thanks. So we've got a we've got a, another good one this week. Uh, this is one I think one of the ones that you had pulled out, right? That that had jumped out of you. You picked. Yeah, yeah. I kind of I kind of made a short list when we were kicking things off, um, and this one was interesting to me. Yeah, because I, well, um, yeah. So I just I just caught my eye. I uh, it's something that I think I relate to probably, and and as we talked about it, pretty differently I think than you do. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking of kind of how I relate to to this topic versus how my wife does, and and why don't you go ahead and introduce it here and uh, and uh, we can we can dive in, yeah. Okay, yeah, sounds good. So the uh, saying is, "Men get spoiled by staying; women get spoiled by wandering." So yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, talking a little bit about you know. Um, the differences in, in the genders, right? The differences in men and women, which there are several, uh, generally speaking, um, but uh, not always a hundred percent universal, of course, right? As we're, as we're going to find out as we talk about this. Right. Um, but uh, uh, when you heard that one, that, uh, that resonated with you, did it? I mean, it was that, uh, does that, did that remind you of the, the relationship between you and your wife? Yeah, I think so. And, and I see it too, you know, a fair amount online and stuff like, and, and, the way I interpret this one, and, and there are different interpretations uh, on this one, is uh, kind of men are men are probably better off not just staying around in one place, but they want to. Um, and and for me, like I can relate to that. Like, oh, I just I would love a nice big piece of property, and I would just never leave it, you know, <laughs> just explore every nook and cranny of it. It's mine. And, uh, I just, you know, grow things and go on walks and <laughs> just be happy to, to experience one, one place for the rest yeah. of my life. Yeah. Um, and you know, I've, I've done a fair amount of traveling and I love being at my destination when I'm there for the most part, but the traveling part is just terrible I hate, <laughs> I hate the flying and the airports and and uh wandering around foreign cities with your luggage trying to find you know your hotel that kind of stuff just um but my wife on the other hand really she i don't know that she's traveled more than i have but she really wants to travel some more and she's kind of really waiting for the kids to get old enough that we can travel more as a family. Mm -hmm. We have traveled with, with young kids, um, a, a bit already. And so just, yeah, she, I think on the other hand of that, this maxim, you know, um, she would probably love to wander a bit more, 
than his, his problem, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, you know, we were talking, we were talking about it a bit when uh, we, we usually talk it over at our topics at dinner and kind of, she gives me some, some thoughts on it. So yeah, just that, that was, that's what jumped out at me about, jumped out to me about it. Yeah. And the, uh, the saying here is implying that that's common, right? It's common for men to get spoiled as it as it calls it by staying, by getting complacent, getting, uh, becoming set in their ways, uh, being in one place too long, right? Uh, you know, yeah. there's the, always the stereotype of the, the old man that has his chair that's like got the indentations of his butt in it because he never really sits <laughs> anywhere else and he just does yeah. the same thing every time, right? And, uh, but women are, are the opposite way. And so um, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting saying and probably more true than it is, than, than not. Um, but one, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this one is because this is probably the first one of any, all the Proverbs that we've done so far, this is probably the first one that I've been like, nope, <laughs> this one doesn't apply to me at all. Um, I, I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the one in our relationship with the wanderlust, with the sense of adventure. Mm-hmm. And um, considering our podcast is uh, inspired by a Kipling poem, uh, it's funny because one of my favorite quotes is related to this and it's by Kipling. And, uh, I'll just, I don't have it written down. I'll do it from memory. I hope I don't hope I get it right. But it's something to the effect of, um, all things considered, there are two kinds of men in the world, those that stay at home and those that do not. Uh-huh. And, uh, Rudyard Kipling put, put that in and, and presumably that, you know, there's some men who want to go out and find that adventure and do things and, and go out and, and some men do, do not. Right? right. And I, yeah. I've always identified as the one who did. Uh, the one who didn't want to stay at home. I wanted to go do do things, and and sometimes that's a that's a for, uh, a little bit of a cause for some friction in my family. Uh, when mm-hmm. my wife's like, "No, we're just happy just staying here in the house," or even some of my kids are just homebodies. And I'm like, "Come on, let's get up, let's go go out and do something," and they're they're yeah. resisting. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, but. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I definitely can see the the commonality or the kind of the why the stereotype exists of the of the man get getting spoiled by staying, um, and so is that uh, is that something that we see nowadays in kind of common society? Is that something that's still that's still there? Um, if you think about you know a lot of these you know social media influencers and stuff, many of them who are like the travel bloggers and stuff, they tend to be women. Is that yeah. still something that women are trying to do is go out and uh, wander? Yeah. I mean, that, that's what came to mind for me is mm-hmm. like the, the Instagram and the, the bloggers who are mostly young single women travel in the world or, you know, the, the eat, pray, love uh, <laughs> type <laughs> yeah. Yeah. middle-aged women thing. And then like also like along with that, unfortunately, like all those horror stories about like, the single women traveling to crazy places and then it goes badly. Yes. You know, um, that unfortunately does come to mind with that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and it may be something about, um, just kind of the, the, the concept of, of physical safety and how men have kind of evolved as the, the protectors over the, over the eons. And so we ha- maybe be a little more hardwired to think of all the things that could go wrong in terms of, safety or, or, um, you know, danger. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and that, that's actually something that my wife and I were talking about, like, you know, these, 
these two two sides of the coin make sense. Like if you think about them, you go back a, a few hundred years when if a man was was going abroad, it was kind of under duress a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there was some some adventure seeking, sure, um, but a lot of like you know forced to go fight in a foreign land because that's what your your king was doing, and so you went along. Um, or having to travel, like if your, you know, farm goes belly up, you need to go out and adventure and find something to feed your family. Right. And so a lot of this travel is not fun. And so you, you could say that, you know, you're spoiled. If you don't have to be doing all that, if you don't have to be going out, you are kind of spoiled. Um, you've kind of made it. And then on the flip side for women for a long time being, being stuck at home, um, and not being able to go on adventures. And so it's kind of, I think, driven to the other extreme these days where, you know, at least some women are, are, you know, going nuts with the travel and and really promoting that. And then men like sitting in their basements, you know, just (laughs) playing video games and not wanting to leave at all, you know, not even starting, not even having a, a life started to to sit down and do nothing, right? Like they're not even not even launching. Yeah. That, so that's an interesting thought that uh, maybe there's some uh, some leftover uh, residual uh, um, uh, whatever you would call it uh, uh, customs or, or habits built in from from generations of women staying at home, women being yeah. stuck doing the housework, and men having to go out and do these dangerous things, and and so uh, men are more likely to avoid that now. Uh, yeah. Women are more li- likely to avoid being stuck at home and stuck, stuck alone with the kids. Yeah. I think, I, th- I think there's something to that for sure. Okay. Like when, when, uh, when we go on vacation, even when I was, even when I was single, like I went on, I, I did a study abroad in Italy mm-hmm. um, and it was really cool. I really wanted to go there, but you know, part of it was a lot of the other students, you know, we'd have the weekends free. We didn't have, you know, itineraries or classes or anything like that. And so we were allowed to, um, for the most part, go anywhere in the country we wanted on the weekends. So a lot of people would take trains or even flights to other parts of the country. Some even, you know, would sneak out to go to different different countries because mm-hmm. they're all small. Right. But, uh, but on the weekends, I was like, well, I've got free time. We're in Rome. I want to explore Rome. Like, I don't, I don't want to go to some other city for one day. Like I, I want to really soak in what I'm seeing here in this one city where I, and so, so I never went on these weekend excursions and, uh, that was just kind of my, my being a homebody abroad. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, and then now with, with kids and, and family, like we did a family reunion this fall and I just, my request was let's just, let's go to a beach somewhere. Let's get a house. And I would just stay in this beach house and look at, you know, mm-hmm. watch the, watch the sunrise and just relax. I just want to relax, but you know, unfortunately it wasn't meant to be as far as the, uh, <laughs> the no itinerary and, and you can't just sit around and relax with, with the toddler anyway. You gotta, gotta do something. But, That's right. Yeah. Everything's um, gotta revolve around nap time and, and yeah. anyway. Right. So, <laughs> well, okay. So my, I guess my, what comes to mind for me and what, questions it raises is, um, 
obviously there's a balance here, right? You don't want to be too far one way. You don't want to be too far the other. And that's probably part of the reason, the wisdom of uh, the way that our uh, humanity is structured in, in nuclear families with a husband and a wife and men and women bring different strengths and weaknesses and preferences to the table. Yeah. Um, how do we find that? How do we strike that balance? Have you had, have you had any thoughts about that or how, how we can, uh, you know, um, compromise between the, the wanderlust and the, and the, and the homebodiness? Um, I, I mean, I think it, it definitely requires, uh, communication, you know, which any relationship needs good communication. So I think it, it kind of forces that issue. Um, but yeah, there's, there's always going to be a tension there, I think, between, you know, adventure and practicality and, and, and even what an individual considers to be practical, right? Like, mm-hmm. so, um, but I don't, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think is, is necessary? Yeah, I think it's, um, it's important to, you know, um, not go too far to one extreme, as I mentioned, but like, it just reminded me or just now my, my mom's going to Europe here pretty soon and she's bringing my aunt with her and my uncle is staying home. Like (laughs) she's going with my mom because he, he will not travel. He just, just like, Nope, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying right here. He's got a little house in Idaho and that's where he lives and that's where he stays. He's not going anywhere. So, uh, but she's like, man, I want to see the world. I want to go out here. And he's just like, have fun. So she's going without him. Um, I think it's, it would be, you know, I think you should go. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, maybe that's just my personality's talking, but I think, uh, I think you should, uh, they haven't traveled much. He's, you know, nearing retirement age. Um, they got money, you know, they're kind of the younger, uh, baby boomer generations, I guess. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so there, I, I'd say there's no reason why he shouldn't be, take his wife to, to Europe in that case. Um, yeah, you know, give, give her a treat. I think you're right there. I think, I mean, that's, that's the, the spoiled by staying part. Yeah. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta bend somehow. Like you gotta bend a little bit and, uh, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. And then conversely, I mean, uh, there are people who are just constantly wanting to go, go, go and do, do, do new things. And, uh, there's, there's a uh, value in being in one place. There's a value in putting down roots and raising your kids in one place, uh, having neighbors, having, um, having friends. And, and, uh, when we moved to our current house, I, what I really wanted was some, some acreage and some land. Mm-hmm. And, um, we, we didn't get that. We got uh, kind of a normal suburban, uh, you know, uh, subdivision house, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which, um, honestly turned out really, turned out really good because when our kids, with our kids being small, they've got so many neighbors that they could just ride their bike over to the, to the neighbor's house and, and we ended up in this little community that ended up being really good. So you don't want to be too much of a hermit and too much of a, you know, I'm just here by myself. You want to be, you want to be enough uh, to where you, you have some community, but also, also, you know, you're willing, willing to go and go out a little bit and, and see the world uh, from time to time. Yeah. And, and um, that, that, that raises an interesting point, like the, the community aspect, because, um, what you're saying, you know, on, on both sides of this, being too much of a homebody, you're not going to get that out there enough, even even in your own community, to to make friends, to form relationships, to have your meet people so that your kids can play with their kids, or you know, in an emergency, rely on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, like you said, you got to put down roots if you're 
if you're jet setting around in a different, you know, you're in a different city every year kind of thing, you're never gonna, you're never gonna do that either. Like you're gonna miss out on that, on that community. And, um, probably, you know, ultimately you get enough, uh, enough people doing that in enough generations that they can have some really detrimental effects on society. Yeah, I think it really could. And I think you're not going to end up developing the deep, the deep uh, friendships that you would otherwise, if you have a place. Um, So um, I think for me at this point in my life, I've kind of gotten, gotten over a lot of the, the, the anxiousness of youth where I wanted to see every country and go all over the place. Um, I still, you know, like to travel and I still like going places, but uh, I've, for me, what it's kind of become is, is, uh, you know, having a, a home and having a place where my kids call home and they're, and they're very comfortable. And then just, uh, you know, being able to go take a trip periodically and it doesn't have to be somewhere super exotic. I mean, there's lots of interesting places, not too far from where we are. Yeah. You can hop in the car and go meet some new people and see a new cool thing and, uh, and be back by for, for on Monday when the kids go to school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, one one like compromise point for for me and my wife, where where we both uh, kind of click in, I think is uh, like shorter road trips and national park stuff. Yeah, um, you know, seeing our own country and and the beautiful things there. And then the cool thing about national parks is you also end up meeting people from all over the world. We were at we were at Bryce Canyon a couple years ago, and. Uh, Felt like there were more French people there than Americans. I guess been <laughs> <laughs> taking a trip over there. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That's how how we've been kind of doing it too. Is the 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 day trips or the weekend trips, and we do a lot of outdoorsy things as well. Um, it's really kind of uh, uh, I mean, living in we're, we both live in the United States. Living in the United States is such a such a big place that I mean, you could spend your whole life exploring every little town and and nook and cranny of this country, and you'd you'd never see it all. Um, so there's yeah. always, there's always things to do if you're feeling a little bit tied down or, or you feel like you want to just hop a plane and go to Japan or something somewhere, you know, uh, maybe look <laughs> around a little closer first, if that's not a practicality for you, you know, try to find a little, a little, uh, you know, r- town off the beaten path and see if you can find a little diner there or something and meet some interesting people and <laughs> explore. I've, I've had uh, really good experiences doing that. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, do you have one? Do you have a, do you have one you want to share going to diners? Oh, that's a good question. I'd have to think about that. Oh, you you know what I do? Um, there was this little town. Um, I'd never heard of it before. My, my grandparents used to live in uh, Northern California and, um, and, uh, one time my, my grandpa was kind of like me. He liked to, he liked to go take road trips and wander. My grandma was a little bit more, a little bit more of a homebody, but he convinced us all to hop in the car and we took a trip to this little town called Placerville. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Placerville, Rings California. A bell. Where is that? It's in Northern California, kind of in the Sacramento okay. area, I think. Anyway, um, this is a beautiful little town. I'd never heard of it. And we went to this diner and they had some terrific pie and uh, really good people. <laughs> and uh, I'll never forget my trip there. It was a beautiful drive, like through the, through the mountains and, and uh, yeah, just a cool little place. And I'd never heard of it. I'd never been there. It was probably not a place you take an actual, you know, uh, or we're going to go to take this trip to this town, you know, but yeah, it's not a it was, destination. Not exactly. No, but, uh, but it was a cool little town and, and, uh, I've, I've had lots of experiences like that where you just kind of stop someplace and, and, uh, 
And I, I mean, my wife and I are a little bit of foodies too. We like to have good food. So you never yeah. know what you're going to find with a, a little hole in the wall restaurant can, can, uh, can really, uh, knock your socks off sometimes. Oh, that's cool. Um, okay. So with, with this one, when I was researching it, um, I couldn't find a great like source. Did you happen to, to dig into that last time you, last time you, you knocked it out of the park. So were you able to find a kind of an origin on this, this saying? No, I wasn't. I don't know really okay. where it came from. Um, but, uh, it's just kind of a, kind of one of those ones that's been around for a while. No one knows where it came yeah. from, I guess. Yeah. And it just, you know, it, it rang true to me. So I wasn't too worried about where it was coming from, how old it was, but sure. Okay. Well, I guess one of my questions is, um, we usually talk about, you know, these gods of the copybook headings. We also mm-hmm. talk about the, the gods of the marketplace, which is the, the, the counter to it. Um, yeah. the thing that society is telling us, which may not actually be correct. Um, is there a, is there something that society is telling us, um, that's contrary to this, this wisdom? Yeah, I, I think so. I think, you know, recalling, uh, just, you know, a, a little bit earlier, you know, especially with, with young men, just really not, really not getting out there. Um, and kind of doing the whole video games and <laughs> whatever kind of thing. The basement incel but, life. Yeah. The basement incel life, which, yeah. You know, I, I can relate to a bit like when I was single and, and didn't have much going on. And that's, that was kind of my free time. I mean, it's extreme today where like people aren't even getting jobs, like just really just not leaving the house. But, um, I think, I mean, I think that's gotta be part of it. I think that's gotta be kind of the inverse here is like, but you know, where, what's the message? Like, is it that. Like you don't need to, you don't need to leave. You don't need an adventure. You need to just have this virtual adventure. Um, I, I, I guess that's kind of, kind of the message. What do you think? Yeah, I think, uh, I think part of it is that, uh, society will give people whatever they want nowadays without having to, uh, do much for it. Like if, if you want to have your simulated adventure playing, world of Warcraft in your basement, you can do it Mm -hmm. and you don't have to leave and you don't have to do anything difficult. Um, you know, if you want to be a a travel blogger on TikTok or something and travel around, you could probably get some followers and do that. And, and, uh, uh, maybe never really get what you're truly after in life. Uh, and so I think that the, the wisdom is, is the fact that it mentions both the fact that it mentions the male, um, tendency and the female tendency. And really yeah. the, the, the wisdom that comes to my mind when I hear that is, uh, neither is the man without the woman, nor the woman without the man and the Lord, right. <laughs> from, uh, from the right. scriptures. Um, this is a, this is an interesting thing where, um, we need to have the, 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 the feminine archetype and the male archetype balancing each other out here. So we, where we can have that good balance where we're not having the, uh, the old hermit man sitting in his couch or the woman gallivanting all off. All, all over the place. Um, but they're together, <laughs> right? There uh, sometimes it's just, let's just have a nice quiet evening here together. And sometimes it's, you know, we've had a lot of quiet evenings here together. Let's, let's go somewhere. And I think, uh, when you do that, that helps you grow or helps both of you grow in, in different ways. Yeah. Hmm. I'm thinking now about uh smaller scale of just, you know, 
going out on the weekend with like with your wife and stuff. And that, oof, that's something I definitely <laughs> fall down on. Yeah. Like the, this, the, the real micro adventures, I guess you'd call them. Oh yes. Like going dancing with the wife. She wants to go out and do something like that. And you're like, heck yeah. no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do you have any, do you have any wisdom for me on that one? <laughs> Ooh, um, well, um, for, for one, just general marriage advice I would give anyone is make sure you prioritize date night. So we, we do a date night every week. Um, I think it's important just to get out, even if you're not really doing much, it can be a, it can be a short hike or just a drive around somewhere. We usually will go out to eat. Um, we, but we always put in the budget, you know, one night out a week for dinner and then a babysitter. So, yeah. um, I think that's important. Um, but maybe this is, I'm falling into the, the male archetype here where I, I like to just go out to eat and not do anything else or some, sometimes she'll be like, let's go to this, you know, like she said, let's do, uh, let's do go country dancing. I'm like, Oh no, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Or or she even, uh, she even brought up, we drove past like one of those ax throwing places and that seems more like a, like a guy thing, but it was her that brought it up. She's like, Oh, let's just do that. Let's do something else. And I was like, Oh yeah, maybe we could. She's like, "Uh," but then I think we ended up just going out to eat. So like, it's just, uh, you kind of get comfortable and you're like, let's try a different restaurant, but it's mostly just, just going to eat. So yeah, I think it's, uh, I think for even on the micro adventures, you can, you can stand to be a little more adventurous sometimes and, and, yeah. uh, uh, give your wife what she's, what she wants once in a while. Yeah. Man, it's, yeah, it's easy to fall into a rut no matter what you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like even if the weekly, weekly date, if you start going, you know, if you're going to, to Applebee's every Friday night, you know, mm-hmm. it's not really, a <laughs> not, not really getting out there and being adventurous. All right. So this, that's a, that's a, a goal I've got now. <laughs> so uh, let me ask you, as someone who is more of the homebody, what what mm-hmm. prompted you to take the the trip abroad to to Italy? Uh, it was my it was my studies. I I studied classics in college, so I studied Latin and Greek, and so I wanted to see, you know, the the archaeological, you know, sites for for ancient Rome, and and um, I'd, I'd first come across those kinds of ruins on my mission in, in, uh, Ukraine of all places in, mm. in Crimea, there's uh, Greek and Roman era ruins. So that's what kind of sparked my interest initially. So, yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to go see that and, and experience the, the grandeur, you know? And was it a worthwhile experience? I mean, when you came back, were, was it uh, stressful for you to travel or were you happy you did it? Uh, I'm very happy I did it. Yeah. I was there. I was there for six months, um, study abroad plus the Olympics. I was, uh, hmm. I, I volunteered as a, as a translator for in the, uh, Torino, the Torino Olympics. So I were up there for a while, but I made, I made some good friends and, uh, and some other homebodies who <laughs> me walking around, mm-hmm. wandering around the towns. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. Well, at least when you were hanging out in Rome on the weekends, at least you were exploring Rome, not sitting in your hotel room. So that's, uh, that's yeah. a, a positive. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It was, uh, it could, it could have been worse. You could have been sitting there reading a book or something, but <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. Um, so let me, I got a couple more, uh, points that I kind of wanted to, to bring up about this. Um, uh, it, it's, well, we can kind of become comfortable in our routines. We talked about that. We can kind of become bored or complacent. Um, 
if you feel yourself doing that, let's say you are a single guy. Let's say you're one of these guys kind of sitting in their basement and they're, they're really stuck. I, I have yeah. a couple of friends who are getting pretty old, getting older, you know, and yeah. they, they're not married. They're have no girlfriend. They're just kind of, maybe the guy, they got an okay job, but they just come home and they sit on the yeah. computer. Um, what, 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 what could you do if you were in that situation? What would you tell someone? How, how could we, how could, if you were in that situation, how, what could you do to get yourself out of that rut? I think there's, I mean, you just gotta, you gotta tell yourself, like you gotta kind of bully yourself into being open to some, some new experiences and, uh, kind of force yourself into situations where you can have that. I think it's easy, like easy in some regards, like with church, uh, if, or if you have a church group or another kind of community oriented group that you're, that you're with, like that has activities and puts you out there meeting new people, especially the singles, you know, um, mm -hmm. at least that's, that's what I've seen with my friends. Right. I, yeah. I've got the same thing. I've got some older, older friends who are, who are single. I was, I was single till I was a bit older, although, um, I was, I was dating my wife long distance. So like, I didn't really have a desire to get out cause I, <laughs> <laughs> I already was in a relationship, but, sure. uh, but yeah, like I, I think of one, one friend who I think he really, he's pretty introverted, but he makes himself go out there and meet people and date and, um, dog park. There's, there's a good one. Have a dog go to the dog park and meet oh, some people, yeah. um, take them out on the trails. So yeah, get a dog. Um, <laughs> and then, and then another friend who, who does more of the thing where it's, you know, he doesn't have a, I think a, a strong community ties where he's living now. And he just kind of does the work, come home, work on his projects at home and doesn't meet as many people anymore. So, I mean, if, if it's available to you, I'd say relocate to where you can be around friends or family who will get you out and about like mm -hmm. if my, cause I don't live near either of these guys. And if I did, you know, we'd be, doing something, getting them out there somehow. But, uh, um, yeah, that, that's, that's what I was thinking. What do you, what about you? Yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's important to do something, um, do something outside of the house, man. I mean, we're so trapped. We get the internet just gives us everything we want. And it's so easy to just sit in your, in your reclining chair or your computer gaming chair or whatever you got yeah. and just hang out all day long. It'd be so easy to do it. So, and then, then we got people working from home. You literally, you got Uber eats. You literally don't have to ever leave your house. You could just be a recluse, you know, and just stay in there forever. Yeah. And it's a, uh, it's a real danger. So I'm, I'm a big believer in going out and doing something outside or at yeah. least outside of the house. Um, you know, something physical, if you can try a sport, do get, go for a hike, you know, ride your bike, do something where you can, you can uh, get out and, and oftentimes when you start doing those things, you'll meet other people who are into the same things as you. Um, if you start doing some, picking up some hobby or, or doing something where you're out and about that's offline, uh, that's usually where you'll start meeting people. And, and if you're a single guy, who knows, maybe you'll meet someone of the opposite gender that you can, you can uh, start a relationship with, but it's, yeah. I think it's important to, to get out and do something, um, preferably something that's kind of regular. Like if you had some club that meets at a certain time, certain place, um, every week or, or a couple times a month or something just to get out and, uh, and, and meet up. And, um, I don't have a ton of examples of that off the top of my head, but, um, I know that they exist and, and that's, that's probably what I would encourage people to do is, is 
you know, get out and get outside, just get outside, get out of your house. Yeah. And going with that, I think, you know, for, for the older guys, um, if you've got with kids, you know, get them into, into team activities or or things like that, you know, sports in particular. Cause I, cause yeah, like, you know, I did sports in high school, did tennis and track and field and, and tennis is a great one where you can just, you go to the courts, you can, you can practice yourself, but there's always people there you can meet who want to play too. Cause they, they go there alone and they want to play. And I think if I didn't have that background, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't be trying to pick up tennis at my age right now. Sure. But you know, I, but you can go out, you can join a summer league and, and, uh, there's, you can do that with just about any, any sport, you know, and they got pickleball now, right? So if tennis yeah, is too demanding for you, pickleball's blown up. Yeah. They got indoor places. Yeah. I grew up playing pickleball. That's like Did a, you? in the Northwest. Yeah. It's like no a Washington way. thing. Huh. So we had it in elementary school and then, you know, 30 years later, it's, it's exploded. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. That's wild. I guess my dad plays all the time. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's another one. Like, yeah, my mom used to play like with the other, the other folks that like, in the church gym, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. in the winter time. Um, no, I think yeah, that's it's positive. So, yeah. Yeah. Get you your, see so get your kids out. involved. Yeah. Get, get them involved in something so that, that they're equipped later in life to go break the ice. Yeah. I think that's crucial to start them early. And, and um, I mean, I've got a couple of kids that, that don't really like to leave the house, but we've got them into some activities that they enjoy doing. And so yeah. they don't normally like to leave, but they'll leave for their, you know, their sport or their game or whatever they got to do. So right. yeah, it's important. So, all right. So the saying is men get spoiled by staying. Women get spoiled by wandering. Don't let yourself get spoiled by staying or by wandering. <laughs> See if you can get a, a good balance of, uh, of putting down roots or, but, uh, not getting too complacent. Um, any, uh, any last thoughts or, or, uh, points about this? No, no, I think we covered it. I think we, we were definitely, you know, heavier on the guy side, but Hey, that makes sense. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening and we will uh, see you next time. All right. See ya. Bye. There are only four things certain since social progress began. That the dog returns to his vomit and the sow returns to her mire, and the burnt fool's bandaged finger goes wobbling back to the fire. And that after this is accomplished and the brave new world begins, When all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sin. As surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook idiots, with terror and slaughter return.